0: Unscripted. Welcome to Freddie back on board for the first time in a while. Because, but I'm proud of you. You're back. You remember it. You've got it. Welcome to Teddy Unscripted. I am so excited. Before I introduce our guests for the day, I wanted to give out a little bit of information. Just do a little bit of housekeeping so that we can introduce our absolutely amazing guest we have on today i'm so excited i got introduced to her through marta from ability adaptive wear which if you didn't know you can go back we have two shows with her and we got to interview her on live radio which was one of the most exciting things i have ever done in my life and also terrifying but still exciting but first I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for watching all that stuff. If you didn't know, we are now live. I have a YouTube channel that, well, we're not live on that one, but I'm actually editing videos and putting it on there, which is almost as terrifying. You can see me on one more platform. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find them. We're on Anchor and we have a few, for ones I actually thought forward, I have a few lineups of guests coming up. So commercials are gonna be coming out soon. So if you want a chance to get a commercial on here, really exciting thing, because it's the first time I'm ever really going to be doing them besides my own commercial, Uh, make sure to email me at teddyunscripted at gmail.com, T-E-D-I unscripted. And I would really like to start pushing out, getting commercials on there, because I have so many amazing guests who I want to keep putting out and reminding everyone, especially when you're listening to me on just podcasts, you can't see them, of all the amazing things they do but thank you so much for, you know, listening to me ramble on that. Now I want to introduce our amazing guest, Keisha Graves, who is the founder, designer, everything of Girls Chronically Rock, hello.
1: Hello, hi, thank you for having me.
0: Of course, how are you? I'm glad we got everything figured out, we got uh, we got you on.
1: Of course, yes, it is totally fine. I love the intro and in the beginning of the commercial.
0: I love that like
1: three weeks yeah. to work on it. Oh, no, I love that. I was like, Ooh.
0: Thank you. <laughs> so first, before we talk about because I, if you're comfortable with that, I want to go through your whole backstory. But first, tell us what sure. is Girls Chronically Rock?
1: Sure. Girls Chronically Rock is a clothing brand, which I founded in 2017 to help inspire and empower others in the disability community,
0: which is amazing. And like I said before. I got in contact with you from Marta because when she came on the show, she was wearing one of your shirts, Once small yes. one you're wearing, the Black love Lives Matter, which I'm obsessed with and I love, and I'm going to place an order for it after this interview. Yes. It yes. Is, you know, we had talked about it. It's so amazingly important, and it's so crazy to me how, you know, it's a back burner thought sometimes mm-hmm. of disabilities and invisible disabilities specifically, and I was like, that's amazing. I need that. I want that.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: (laughs) So why did you start Girls Chronically Rock? Tell me all about the history of that.
1: Sure. So just a little give a background. So how Girls Chronically Rock came about is, first of all, I always had a passion for fashion. I went to Framingham State University where I got my degree in fashion design and merchandising. You know, I was there living my best life, living on campus, able-bodied driving, you know, doing everything a young 20 year old would do. Mm -hmm. So it was actually then when I went to graduate school at Cambridge College in around 2010, I started to get really weird symptoms in my body where my leg would kind of just give out on me. I would just be walking and my leg kind of just buckled and I would fall to the floor and I was unable to get myself back up. And that happened not just once, but a few times, Mm -hmm. but I was just ignoring it. So it was the last time that me, my mom and sister were at the supermarket, and then I had a bad fall. I was just honestly, we was leaving the supermarket. I was pushing my cart and then boom, I found, fall to the floor and my leg just gave out on me. And I was unable to give myself back up. So then uh, even a strange, even my mom and sister wasn't able to get me up. So a stranger in the parking lot came and assisted me of getting up. And then it was at that moment, my mom and sister were like, you know, I think, you know, this has been happening too often. Maybe you need to go see a doctor let's go see an orthopedic So I said, okay, not really thinking anything of it. I'm just like, oh, la-dee-da, like, it's no big deal. I just um, do some exercise. Yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's just probably I need to exercise, lose some weight, whatever. So we go see orthopedic uh, orthopedic out here in um, Boston, Massachusetts at Tufts Medical Hospital. And I always remember that day, regular examination appointment. I'm lying on the bed. Two doctors come in. They ask me to raise my right leg. Right leg would not really move. It would just go up, like, maybe, like, a quarter of an inch Mm -hmm. same thing with the left leg and that was like the first time i pretty much noticed that where i kind of like lifted up all the way to the full extent and both doctors just kind of looked at each other like um i think maybe you need to see a neurologist i'm like all right you know no big deal i'm still like not really thinking anything of it yeah so i go see a neurologist and we go straight to it we get mri ekg muscle biopsy where they took a piece of muscle from out of my right leg that was interesting
0: that so from that way. muscle biopsy
1: um yeah it was and i wasn't even put to sleep it pretty oh. much just um numbed my leg nope Don't so i was not put to nuts. sleep so yep. <laughs> so i was able to see the muscle and everything when they took it out it was pretty interesting i guess i'm weird like that i kind of wanted to touch the muscle
0: <laughs> you are a braver person than i am i would have passed out you wouldn't have to put me to sleep i would have been gone myself
1: Ooh. So yeah, from that muscle biopsy, that's when they determined I have muscular dystrophy. So at that moment, I always remember when the doctors called me, I'm like, muscular dystrophy? What is that? Where did that come from? Nobody in my family seemed to have it. Mm -hmm. And I honestly thought when she called me that maybe she had it wrong. She got the wrong test results. Maybe she called the wrong patient. Cause i'm like i don't have muscular dystrophy like what is she talking about and then of course when the first thing we hear about these things we go to google mm-hmm. so i start googling all this stuff about muscular dystrophy no treatment no cure you know like pretty much like not all so great things so i'm just like well, this can't be me what is she talking about like i'm still walking okay like i don't have muscular dystrophy but you know it definitely got some time to get used to because every time i went to the doctors i honestly thought she was going to say we you know we got the test results mixed up with another patient Mm -hmm. you don't have muscular dystrophy that's honestly what i was thinking i was just trying to you know avoid it it's like because me saying muscular dystrophy out loud just made it seem too real
0: it is and it's not something when i was reading your story on your website i was genuinely and i i'm ashamed to say i was shocked i didn't know it was something that could come on so like later in life it's something that right when i thought about it, i thought you would be born with it i thought you know same you here kid it is or it isn't but to hear that it can come on in grad school and you had to completely shift how you're doing your life i mean i went to school i did costume design i know exactly how much you have to be on your feet and you're up and down and you're reaching i mean that is insane and yeah. to continue with that and say i'm going to pivot I'm going to make this work. And I know that you also work in another job where you are on your feet and you're still doing all this fashion stuff. To be yeah. able to do that now, listening to your body is incredible to me. And I have so much respect for you for that because that is, I don't think there's many people on earth who can do that and who have the strength to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. You know, like you said, just like, and I'm still shocked to this day. It's like how these things can just come on your body. It's like, you never know. You can wake up and your whole body's different. So I'm just like like same as you, me and my family's like, you know it's so weird. like how did this just came on later on in my early later adult life? but as I'm research, researching and talking to others in different support groups that have like muscular dystrophy, this seems to be common it's so strange. And I'm just like, look at that. Like I thought the same thing when I started looking it up when the doctor said I had muscular dystrophy. I'm like, well, it's saying you were born with it and it affects young boys. I'm like, that's not me. I'm like, she's wrong. She don't know what she's talking about.
0: Yeah. But you know, that wasn't the case. There's always these situations and to be able to, you know, when you can overcome it, when you can adapt to it is, I mean, it's incredible too, that you got to the support systems because there are so many people who don't think of going to support groups. Honestly, I don't think I would have thought about it. And there's oh, no yeah. one that you can relate to except for someone else. I mean, only you know what you're feeling, but someone exactly. else going something similar can actually relate to it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad you touched upon that because, trust me, it always wasn't like this. When I was first diagnosed, I was in total denial. So I wasn't like, oh, yeah, let me go on support groups because I wasn't even accepting the fact that I had muscular dystrophy. So I had my friends in because, you know, I wasn't even telling really family and friends at the time. Like, you know, I was just so in denial. Even when friends would ask me to go out, I was just like, no, I don't feel like it. Just kind of making up any excuse in the book. So, of course, like even my friends and some people suggested, oh, why don't you join a support group? Talk to others that understand. But in my mindset at the time, I'm like, why would I do that? I don't have muscular dystrophy, you know, so I'm just like, why would I do that? Like my mindset was totally off even when i used to go on job interviews working in the retail field when i started using a cane i would tell them i sprayed my ankle while i was in a car accident so i said everything but muscular dystrophy that's how much in denial i was it was kind of like all right whatever came to my head as i walked through that door i was like oh you know i sprayed my ankle that's why i'm walking with a cane or mm. i was in a car accident because that sounded better than saying muscular dystrophy saying muscular dystrophy How loud it just made it seem too real so it definitely took some time getting used to
0: and i'm sure it's a terrifying you know to have people because it is again it's something that people have some type of stigma they have a pre-thought against when you think of muscular dystrophy you think of exactly as you said the younger boys in the electric wheelchairs who can't move can't talk very well and it's not obviously that's not what it is but you say yeah. that, and you hear it, and what's an employer going to think? What is someone going to think of you as you say it? And I love that you're here and proving that, obviously, that's not what it is. You're an amazing businesswoman who's killing the game. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely incredible design. Thank you. And you have a new podcast. Well, you've put it out, correct? Yes.
1: Yes, I put out the podcast. Still not as professional as you yet. I got to get on your you level. Yeah. <laughs> we'll help you out. <laughs> Yes, I definitely will. So yeah, just like, because everybody's like, oh, why don't you start your own podcast? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I kind of figured a podcast might be cool because it's like, I don't have to maybe get dressed up. It's just kind of like my voice. And of course, like as some of us say, like I always hate to hear my voice back on the radio or something so even when I oh, do it I just send the podcast I don't even listen to it so it's just mostly been me on the podcast and then I did some crossovers with some other interviews I did mm-hmm. but I do plan to really bring on some people yes yeah, Girls Chronically Rock podcast that's pretty much talking about you know me and just like the different struggles and what's going on in the world now with the whole Black Lives Matter movement this COVID-19 pandemic this crazy world so I still new, but I plan to you know let it um grow some more and add some more episodes
0: and I love that. I'm so excited to keep listening to it. I'm starting. I started the first episode on the drive here today. Oh wow. I, stink, I stink at listening to podcasts. I get. I have my like my ADD goes way too fast. I'm just like, all right, twenty minutes. I got it. Let's go. And I'm like, no, yeah, because it's from a point of view that obviously I've never heard of before, and it's something yeah. that I've never heard of even a market of podcasts talking about. One, some people are so you know I talk about Black Lives Matter a lot on my show because. I'm a crazy person and I think it's something <laughs> super important. Um, oh no, yes, thank you for there, doing that. Of course, and there are a lot of people who I know of who have podcasts who are nervous to talk about it because it is something very controversial and you can get a lot of bad feedback from it, which is, you know, not a good thing. But yeah. I think it's so important that you have a podcast centered around, I'm a black disabled woman, black disabled lives matter. This is what my life is doing. This is what my business is doing. And that you want to go out and inspire people who can do what you do because there's so many yes. who've never heard that story and need that yeah. form of she did it. I want to do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's the whole movement brand behind Girls Chronically Rock, inspiring and motivating others. Because, you know, I totally know what that's like of being in denial. You know, I know what that's like. There are some people that would first get diagnosed and they're like, hey, let me start a YouTube channel. Let me share my story. But that wasn't me. Yeah. all, Everyone tells me. In different ways where I totally shut down and it wasn't until the day I wrote my first blog and I posted that on social media and got so much great feedback where I'm like wow it was like the first day I honestly wrote my blog and I started typing it and saying it out loud I'm like wow I have muscular dystrophy it took that moment it's like never mind what the doctors were saying it's like it took for me to write it and say it out loud and then I posted it and then I got such great feedback and you know that kind of opened the door a little bit to you know this whole disability community because as i tell people i feel like i you know i kind of lived two lives and sometimes i look back and it's like the term i like to use is grieving the person i once was if that makes sense you know because it's like you know i was playing somehow walking up and downstairs mm-hmm. driving my own vehicle and it's like this is one of those things where it's kind of out of my control kind of like this whole pandemic right now this is something we can't control and i just have to take it day by day But Girls Chronically Rock keeps me motivated and empowered.
0: (laughs) And I want to say, I love, too, how, because obviously you need to rock the Black Disabled Lives Matter. But I love that you have the masks. I really love the black one, the trust your dopest one. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel a little weird wearing the Black Lives Matter ones because it's not, that's not the community I'm in no matter how much I support it. So it's one of those, you know, I want to do the love your melanin ones, but I don't have that. So I want to support black businesses, whereas I need to be sensitive to it. But I love the trust your dopeness mask. I love yes. the gold writing on it. I love that it's something that I can do to support your company while still feeling like I'm in, you know, I'm still in my lane. I'm still in the correct place. And yeah. Also, one of the cutest designs I've seen in a long time for a mask because I'm lazy. I just wear <laughs> black masks. Like this is my right I'm, I'm so okay. lazy. <laughs>
1: hey at least you're wearing a mask that's most important wear your mask guys
0: it's important we need this yes but no it's absolutely amazing that again it's just Mm. one of the really cool designs that i think it's still black because i wear a lot of black it just matches everything but it has yep, that so bit of like, here. Positivity, trust your dopeness. I really love the graffiti writing on it. I was just kind of yes that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love graffiti writing, so that's where a lot of my designs, you know, come from. Because I'm like, I just love that graffiti, like, t-shirts. I love, like, sometimes yeah. I cut mine up, I bleach them. So, you know, I like to do a lot of fun, creative things with
0: it. Cool. Yeah. it. <laughs> and also, too, you got interviewed, right, on the Today Show on Good Morning America
1: um. Yes, I did, yes. An Hi. ABC Chronicle out here in Boston. Um. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I especially because, you know, I like I say, I pitched my own. Like, you know, I, I would consider myself my own PR person. Yes, I would love to build a team with a whole PR team to get me further. But as of now, when, uh, you know, having a small business on a budget, so I just pretty much, you know, pitched my idea. And so when I got that phone call that day from Good Morning America, that was exciting because at first when she called, I'm like, you know, sometimes those scam likely calls. I'm like, hello? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking it was one of those. And when she was like, oh, this is such and such from GMA. I was like, ah! <laughs> of course, that was exciting. And, you know, I was just so grateful because I was able to kind of do an interview. She gave me a list of questions, you know, that to answer. And I had my PC assist me with that and then sent it to her. They edited it. And so that was exciting when that, um, you know, was posted onto their website. I was like, oh, ah! And then God. hopefully one day in the future I'll get to go, like, on the show physically.
0: I hope so. I hope once this pandemic ends, you got on every show, because you have a story that needs uh, to be heard. Everyone needs to see it, and needs to check out the cute designs that I'm going to keep talking about it. Because yeah. really i really obsessed I really am. But no, that was amazing when I'd seen on your website that you were on all these shows. And I mean, there was, I just wrote down Good Morning, America, and The Today Show, just because those were two I knew off the top of my head. But I mean, there yes. was a chunk. Like, there was a list of all these yes. amazing like, press websites you had been on, honestly i thought when marta got me in contact with you i was like she's not gonna be on my show like i have like this little show she's been on oh, all these amazing yeah, this show press. will be added to the
1: list <laughs> there
0: you go sending my logo be on that little website
1: <laughs> yes exactly because whenever i'm featured on the podcast i like to add that into my press release blog so yes i definitely will be added to my website
0: yeah we gotta support was- each other I mean, it was incredible to see, and it made me so happy to see that you were getting out there. And I didn't know that you I mean, I didn't realize there's a one woman, like, you don't have a PR team or anything.
1: I don't so have nobody. nobody just put
0: in to get on all those, I mean, that's incredible to me.
1: Yeah. I try and take it day by day. You, more than <laughs> day.
0: you are, and again, I know that, like, this isn't your full time with the girls chronically rock that you have other another job and to be able to put oh, so well girls chronically in rock place. right now is my full
1: time so i don't even have another job right now girls chronically oh, rock really? right now is solely job yep, that's it that's why she's grown yep. because so. i was working that's for a company um it. in october a merchandising company which i can't release the name because i felt like i was discriminated due to my disability so i actually have a discrimination case mm-hmm. going against them so i can't release the name right now but yes i was working or company inside Nordstrom, and I felt like I was discriminated due to my disability. And see that ties back to see why some people in the disability community are so scared, you know. So, so when I was walking with my cane, this is why I said I sprayed my ankle. Mm-hmm. While I was in a car accident because yes, I didn't want to say muscle dystrophy, but afraid of how they would accept me. And then see that just kind of proves my point. Yeah. So
0: I. So yeah, no but yep, just
1: chronically rock right now. Yeah
0: one congratulations then because the company's you. gonna absolutely i mean it's been exploding but congratulations <laughs> on being able to focus full time on that but i had no idea and obviously i know that you know discrimination happens and it's a horrible thing but yeah i mean you hear about it and you're like oh it's probably like somewhere in the rural states where you know it's not as super like liberal but to hear it right here is i mean yeah. that's, it hurts it hits home
1: yeah it definitely does definitely does i'm hoping once everything i eventually would like to talk about it but yeah. i you know guess since it's the ongoing case then you know but i definitely would love to once everything yeah i am back yeah. on your show and talk about it
0: Please i'll be like yeah, like, yes this and that ABC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely will
0: because <laughs> that is something that i mean it is important to talk about that and again it goes back to the black lives matter that we need to talk about it and i want to hear people's stories because it's something that i don't experience and that not a lot of people like experience outside of the color like people of color community
1: and yeah. we need to get
0: the stories out there to show like this is real this is happening and yeah when that settles please let me know because i would love I to on that yes yep sounds like a plan right.
1: so it's
0: coming up next for girls chronically rock
1: Girls Chronically Rock is just going to continue to grow. I have some creative ideas I'm working on. I would like to come up with Girls Chronically Rock subscription boxes. So um, please look out for those with some goodies inside. So I'm excited because I'm like, who doesn't love a box of goodies? Another thing is I would love to create an adaptive clothing collection under the Girls Chronically Rock umbrella because, you know, it's so important people with disabilities, they don't understand it takes us so long to get dressed on a regular basis. So if I can um, create something that's accessible, functional, that's gonna make us more independent, more or less time to get dressed, you know, it will be amazing something affordable and of course, fashionable. But I am excited that more designers are doing it now, like Tom, Neil figure has an adaptive clothing line, Target and Zappo. So, you know, I'm glad that the mission is, you know, just getting more awareness out there about adaptive wear because adaptive wear could be for everybody, honestly. You know, so it's like, that's my goal to come out with um, an adaptive clothing collection. I would like to see it in stores. Although I know the results of some stores right now in this pandemic is, you know, I don't know, but at least it will be online. So, but, you know, I would would like it like at Target, Macy's, and hopefully see it at some runway shows when things start to open back up, like LA Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week. But yeah, there's like so much more I I would like to do under the Girls' Chronic and Rock Umbrella.
0: I love that. When you do the fashion show, I want to be there, i want to help cover it because that sounds amazing. That yes. sounds I mean, I know that before the pandemic in the past like two years, it's been a little more popular that I've seen, you know, people down the runway in wheelchairs. I've seen them, um, you know, some amputees coming down the runway, which I think is amazing and a huge step. But you're right, it needs to be farther. It needs to be taken even bigger. It needs to be in the adaptive world of not just I'm an amputee and I can wear a dress too. It needs to be something. Yeah, that exactly. Helps people.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, fashionable.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so over the whole thing of like, you know, oh, just wear a loose dress. It's fine. Just wear like a moo. It fits you. you can yeah. No, it's not what this exactly. is about. Everyone exactly. Everyone deserves to have the adorable fashion, the cute, the edgy, the, right. whatever you want it to be. Exactly. We still like to
1: have fun, go out.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the subscription box, um, I love, and I will probably be buying for a lot of people because I have an addiction to subscription boxes. Oh,
1: okay, good to know. (laughs) Yeah, I have,
0: like, if you look at my credit card bill, it is literally, like, 15 subscription boxes. Like, I have a plant one. I have one for soaps. I have one for candles. It's so bad. (laughs) i'm like the face <laughs> of subscription box detective
1: nice okay well that's good to know <laughs> so i'll be
0: number one customer man i'll buy it for everyone Ooh. i know
1: <laughs> yes I that's music to my ears <laughs>
0: but that's super cool because that's something i never would have thought of for a clothing company because i i don't weirdly enough out of all the ones i have i don't have clothing ones because <laughs> it's not yes. something i've thought of to and especially yeah. right now with the masks coming out Exactly, because it seems like this
1: mask is going to be the new fashion trend. I mean, who knows how long we have to wear these? So I'm like, you know, and I created my mask from out of my t-shirts of inventory I have here. So I'm like, so maybe some mats, a t-shirt, and some other goodies.
0: I've seen some really cute ones that I was actually very excited about, where they're matching to like headbands. They match it to the whole outfit. They do all this stuff. I love that. This that would be so cool. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And before we go, please tell everyone all of your social media, your website, how they can get in touch with you, and how they can get your amazing stuff.
1: Sure. So definitely check me out. You can check out my website on girlschronicallyrock.com. I'm also on Instagram, girlschronically underscore rock. I'm also on Twitter, girlschronicle1, I believe. I have to get more used to Twitter, but please feel free to reach out And on Facebook. Keep it's your okay. grave. Send no me a message. Twitter. <laughs> ah, yes, I'm still getting the hang of it. I'm like, all right. I'm just some more of
0: an Instagram girl, I guess. Yeah, I. one of my guests from next week was like, oh, let me follow you on Twitter. What is it? I was like, I don't know how to use Twitter. I'm yeah. not that funny.
1: <laughs> right? I'm, like, sometimes I'm like, what is my name even on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I have
0: no idea. <laughs> but after the show, I'm going to go on. If you guys are watching on Facebook Live, I'm going to go on and link everything that I can down below in the comments or in the whatever it's called um so you can just click on the link go right to girls chronically rock because this is amazing and i'm so excited that you were on today and thank you so much for talking with me because i'm so excited to get this pushed out there
1: yes me too and thank you so much for having me on your show and i hope to come back soon
0: Yeah, like I said, keep me updated on when you get the subscription boxes up and going, when you get anything, keep me updated because I would love to have you back on for updates. I keep saying Okay. This This is... Yes, and
1: another thing I wanted to add for the audience is that I am raising money right now for an accessible vehicle because for people in the disability community, it's so hard. These vehicles cost like over 70K, so I would love to get one so I can just get my independence back, get in the car, have my PCA drive me. So yes, please check out my GoFundMe website and that is also on My Girls Chronically rock. Website right now to click and make a donation if you would like, and as little as five dollars honestly makes a difference.
0: I had wow, that's really expensive. Okay, I'm gonna link that too. (laughs) Check out like five and this post. All those things are gonna be linked because wow, I had no idea that were that expensive. That isn't yeah. I'm glad I brought it up.
1: Yeah, I own yeah, it's crazy. So crazy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Please donate to that. I'll put the links right after we log off here. I'm gonna go on Facebook, put the link for all that. It's on the GoFundMe you said. Yes perfect yeah, go find me and then it's also on my website i have a tab
1: keisha is accessible so yeah you'll totally find it's on my instagram everything
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah thank you so much and thank you guys so much for watching be sure to check out every friday at 10 30 a.m next week we're gonna have a super fun project coming up that i actually am kind of involved in so i'm really excited for that it's a new little show coming out and i hope everyone has a great day be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. And now YouTube, I have our first video out, and I'll be hopefully updating more today. Be sure to check out Keisha on girlschronicallyrock.com. Absolutely amazing company. And I hope to see you guys next week.